Blog Talk Radio. All right, you guys. So tonight, you'll be listening to us, and you will not be Millie rocking for the free. Kevin Hart apologizes for his homophobic tweets. And who's fixing to shoot R. Kelly? What's good, y'all? It's your host, Young Angel, Vondrina. And Jen Othello is on, too. He's just playing games. But you all know the deal. You're tuning in and you're listening to L. Young Confession, L. Young Confession. All right, y'all. <laughs> all right, guys. So what's goody good with you all for the young evening? Um... Yeah, I hope you all are having a wonderful, great, lovely, fantastic, beautiful evening. Jean, are you having a beautiful, young, lovely, fantastic, ugly evening? Um, kind of. I got snowed in today, so. Um, oh no. I mean, it was chill for the most part. Yeah, we got seven inches where I'm at, which is like not likely at all. Um, so yeah, I've just been crammed in the house all day. Um. Eating pasta and being ugly, but yeah, what's going on? With you? Many carbs, many carbs. Nothing, right, nice, okay. nothing much. <laughs> my first week of work was absolutely amazing, and I love my new job so far, and I love my new boss, and we'll just see what happens from there. But we'll all keep you all posted more so later on in the episode. Um, but for now, we're gonna go ahead and get into those topics. But before we get into the topics, do not forget to check us out on Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, SoundCloud. And, of course, blog talk, this podcast. Um, and check us out on Anchor as well. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in that drama. And Jen hits them with that young confession question of the day after the sparkle. Confession question. Confession question. Can you be too busy to reach out to friends and family on a consistent basis? Again, can you be too busy to reach out to friends and family on a consistent basis? And let's get into those confessionals, Miss Angel Vandrina. All right, y'all. Okay, guys. So, according to People Magazine, Nick Cannon defends Kevin Hart by posting old homophobic tweets from female comedians. Now, in an attempt to defend Kevin Hart, who stepped down from hosting the Academy Awards following a backlash over his past homophobic comments, Nick Cannon has resurfaced old tweets from Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, and Chelsea Handler that he says also used homophobic homophobic language. Um, Interesting. Cannon 38 tweeted on Friday evening along an old tweet of Handler's from 2010. I wonder if there was any backlash here. And the message she wrote, "There, this is what a fag bird looks like when he flexes, including a photo that is no longer available. In 2012, um, Amy Schumer tweeted, which she's a comedian. She wrote, enjoy Skyfall fags. I'm about to get knee deep in Helen Hunt, hashtag the session. And then in 20, uh, 2010, um, Silverman, she tweeted, um, and also she recently apologized and said that she cringed at the material she did 10 years ago. But she did write, I don't mean this in a hateful way, but the new Bachelorette's a fag. Now, some of his tweets, Kevin Hart, um, included, like he wrote, he, he just used the word fag a lot. You know, he said, 
okay, okay, we get it. Your girl's smart. What's up with the snitch bag? Bad boy, I got you this week. And then he also wrote, um, why does at Wayne215 have so many photos, pictures of me in his phone? What are you, some type of fat fag? That takes pic of pictures of black men all day. And this was like a real consistent trend now. I just want to also let you guys know that um, that these posts of Kevin Hart was back in 2009, 2011, 2010, you know. And so um, from there, I just wanted to say that. Kevin Hart did write, I made the choice to step down from hosting the Oscars this year. This is because I do not want to be a distraction on a night that should be celebrated by so many amazing, talented artists. I sincerely apologize to the LGBTQ community for my insensitive words from the past. And um, he also said, I'm sorry that I hurt people. I am evolving and want to continue to do so. My goal is to bring people together, not tear us apart. Much love and appreciation to the Academy I hope we can meet again soon. Um, so, Jean, what do you think about Kevin Hart stepping down and this being something in the past and just everything that he actually wrote in general? Um, I don't think that he should have. Well, maybe, honestly, probably because the heat is on him. But I don't think that this should be the end of his career as so far as, like, he should be losing deals and everything behind this because I right, feel like right. Was just a little more reckless with their words, and um, a lot of times, which is a fault with you know heterosexual people, that is, and we know that that has been a crush. You know, makes fun of somebody calling them gay. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like he is sincere in his apology, and it was over ten years ago. He's forty years old. People do change. You know, even though I mean thirty is kind of late to, you know, still have some ignorance issues, <laughs> but. I don't mm-hmm, think be, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think this should be a downfall of this man's career. Um, and I do I applaud Nick Cannon for calling out, you know, the hypocrisy in that, you know, when they got these three white women who they want to run, you know, and be the voice of, you know, the white allies and, you know, all this me too and everything and and it's just like mm-hmm. you are just as ignorant or you were at one point, you know, so um mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I uh, maybe Kevin Hart should step down this 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 time around, you know, and wait until the dust settles. So I don't think this should be the end of his career. You know, people say fucked up shit, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, what do you think? Absolutely, I think. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Jean hit it right on the ass. Seriously. Um, Right on my ass, okay? No, I'm just kidding. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I totally agree. Um, Kevin Hart was, this was 10 years ago, but he's definitely too old to be talking stupid as he was talking. The comments were absolutely, you know, ridiculous. When I was reading it, I was just like, you know, to me, he. it seems to me that he just used the word fag just as an everyday word like that was just his choice of words and maybe he didn't come off as mentioning like you know like oh it, it's to put you and you know say that you're gay you know maybe right. he just like, used I, that I word just to be insensitive i don't think that he was like a real life homophobe or he hated gay people right. but i just feel like behind closed doors this is how a lot of straight people especially straight black men talk you yep. know before yeah I came out, before I came out, I remember I used to hear the word fag flying left and right. Now I don't anymore because mm-hmm. everybody around me knows that I'm gay. And then, 
you're able to respect my situation. But I'm sure people still use that word when they are among yeah. you know, like minded individuals, you know, so But I, um, but yeah, what were yes, you saying? Yes. I just also think that it also has to do with the generation. Like I feel like people in their thirties you know, in their 40s, that's the type of shit that they used to. I remember my cousins using that word all the fucking time, like all the time. Now I don't think I've ever heard, like, since I've been an adult, like, for the last, like, 10 years, I don't think I've ever heard him even use the word, you know, maybe once or twice. But, like, you know, so I also feel like it's, like, you know what I'm saying, like the generation that you were brought up in and who you're around. Um, but the comments were stupid. It were, they were ignorant. And, um, you know, I, I personally, this is only my opinion, I don't feel like you should have stepped down. I feel like you still should have went and got your coins and kept it moving, you know. You apologize. These other bitches, they're not sitting up there. They're not apologizing. I mean, one apologized, but they're still making money. They're still one of the highest-paid actresses that there have ever been, you know, as far as right now goes. These bitches don't give a fuck about what they posted back in the day. They may say, oh, my God, I used to cringe at that, but bitch, you still posted it, and you still got your money behind that shit. So I don't feel like he should have that down all because of what he wrote back in the past. Now, his tweets, there was a whole bunch of them, and I was just like, he's getting extra reckless with this shit. But to me personally, him using that word, it's kind of like me in my everyday life using the word nigga. Not saying it's a comparison, but it's something that I shouldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Because it hurts people. You know, it hurts the older generation to use that word. And I don't think of it like I'm, I'm calling somebody out their name, myself, you know, anything like that, I'm just, I'm just saying the word, like, motherfucking nigga, whatever, you know what I'm saying, so, it's definitely, there's a lot of um, verbiage that many people need to change, and sometimes you don't know that until you sit back and actually listen to yourself, or somebody lets you know, or you get older, and, you know, you don't want to, your kids or whatever use those words, and I feel like that's probably what happened with Kevin Hart, he got older, his kid probably may have repeated the word, or he was around his son, and his wife looked at him, like, shut the fuck up, and he was just like, all right, let me, let me tone myself down, and then he, understood that concept, you know, and then now this is coming back to bite him in the ass, which I'm sure he never even thought would happen. So, um, so that, that's my opinion on it. And if Jen doesn't have anything else to say, then we're going to go ahead and move forward. Jen? I just got one last thing. I just feel like people, this should be a fucking sign. Like, you know, back in the day, we were, when we first got on social media, we really did not have as much of a filter and we might have some crazy things. So I feel like it is important for people, if you are still using, like, those same, you know, social media, just go ahead and, and, and go through. You know, it may take a while. But delete uh, – or may, I'm sure it's an app nowadays where you can just, like, delete all yeah. your tweets and all – you know what I'm saying? And just start the fuck over because clearly, like, it's by people ass. And I'm sure – thank God, you know, I don't have social media anymore. But I'm sure I've said some crazy ignorant stuff too, you know, so – yeah. Yeah, but we can move on to the next I'm topic. actually, I'm actually, and with that being said, I'm actually looking to change my profile. I have a lot of inappropriate photos that I posted from years ago, and I look back and I'm like, I'm a married woman. If I have people that I work with and I want to add them on Facebook or anything, I can't because of these photos of me grabbing my ass or, you know, poking my butt out or being just absolutely inappropriate. Now I have kids. I don't want them to see that type of shit, so I'm trying to find a way to transition and delete some of them older posts, too. And it, that is a long, that's a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So as Kevin Howard's friends were trying to go through and delete any posts that he made with that word in it, you know, I'm sure it was difficult as people are snapping the photos and retweeting them and all of that stuff. So 
I understand, you know, it is difficult, but yes, like right now, while I'm not popping, I'm going to definitely try and go through and, and delete some stuff, because I don't want people to look at me in that type of light, like, oh, but you was a thought, like, okay, but I was a thought in a relationship, though. I wasn't even a thought, like a whole, like, fucking around with a whole bunch of people. I was just showing off my assets. What's none of y'all business? Like ludicrous wife says. All right, you guys, let's move on. <laughs> All right, y'all, next topic. A few days ago, it was reported that there was a shooting threat at a screening of surviving R. Kelly in New York City. Apparently, someone made a phone threat 20 minutes into the screening saying there was someone in the audience with a gun, and if the, screen, if the screening continued, they will begin shooting. Because of the threat, the screening was quickly evacuated, and many people were obviously turned off from seeing the screening altogether afterwards. Thankfully, there were no reports of injuries or fatalities. Despite it only being a threat, looks like cops took it very seriously because they reported having a person of interest. The number that's connected to the suspect is from Chicago, which is R. Kelly's hometown. According to TMZ TV, law enforcement sources confirmed the suspect has a 773 error code. Cops say they're not ready to release the name of the man they think may have threatened to shoot up the screening and don't know if that person is a direct connection between him and R. Kelly. Since the news broke, R. Kelly's ex-wife, Andrea Kelly told Variety that she believes R. Kelly could be connected to the threats. The claim law enforcement has yet to prove. So what do you think about this, Mr. Kane Devondrina? If you all don't know, Survivor R. Kelly is a documentary that's supposed to come out on Lifetime exposing mm. um, R. Kelly, you know, behind the scenes, escapades, and, you know, everything with these women that we've heard of recently and all throughout. And it's just going to talk about everything that happened. And, um, Andrea Kelly's ex-wife is telling her story of the years of abuse and what she saw. And, you know, seven other women are in the documentary as well talking about their experiences with him. So it's just basically going to be like a, a real tell-all that is exposing the monster that R. Kelly truly is. So what do you think about that, Ms. Angel Andrina? Yeah, I, I feel like it definitely should be exposed. Um, somebody needs to do something about this. There's no reason why R. Kelly should be, shouldn't be in jail right now. You know, all, all we've heard so many things, and it's like he keep getting all these passes, and for what? Like, I definitely think the screening should have continued. Um, you know, the fact that somebody, they, they posed that threat, and Andrea is stating that R. Kelly is um, connected to it, I feel like that should be definitely looked into. Um, yeah, overall, I feel like it definitely should still be shown on Lifetime because I want to see it see it and I know that once that's you know opened up and so many people are viewing that view uh you know the screen or the show this this documentary that's going to be uh posted and, and, and live on tv then R. Kelly he's going to have a lot to answer to and he don't want that he don't want all that drama so he's trying to you know divert that divert that to somebody else but no no it's going to come out we're still going to see it one way or another and he's going to do his time because you're doing the most. He's been doing the most. And though I love his music, he's, you know, he's peta. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not with it. What do you think, Jen? Um, I, I agree. I feel like it's about time. Um, I've never been a fan of R. Kelly, um, but definitely, you know, what I've seen, um, I think that he should everything. He should be brought to justice because of everything that he has put these women through. Um, and, and it's a shocker that he just continues to abuse his victims and, yes. and get away with it. I feel like this will be like 
hopefully the catalyst of something that's going to ultimately take them down because all these women who have received are talking about their experiences with him. You know, um, this could be something different. I, I, I just can't believe that people still want to support him, you know, after everything that they are saying that he has done continue to want to, you know, like this person or, yeah, or you know, listen, even listen to his music, you know. Um, but I think it's going to don't be... Come don't come I, I hope you're not talking to me. I hope you're not talking to me. No, no. I'm not talking about you. I just feel like a lot, a lot of black women <laughs> just in general... <laughs> no, I, not, not just you, but I just feel like a lot of black, black women in general are just out of order. Like, how can you continue to listen to this man when he real life is preying upon your sister, you know? Um, but Yeah, but you I know why I think so? Because... I was just going to say, sorry, Jen, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, but I think the reason why is because we haven't seen this information. We've heard words. We haven't really seen, like, the women actually come out and tell a full story. We haven't seen these women talk. I mean, we've seen, you know, um, you know, TMZ or, you know, different different uh, podcasts and radio stations broadcast this information, and these women are on these shows, but we haven't seen a collective or a full amount of people on a full lifetime or any type of episode, you know, that actually shows, the depravity and the disrespect and disgustingness of, of what he has done. So I feel like that as a combination will have a lot of women, black women, all women, men, people who actually listen to him be like, okay, this is disgusting. You know, like we heard what he, he's done. We haven't really seen these women, you know, really tell their stories, like, you know, in a full lighted crying, you know, um, the di- different views. So I feel like all of these women that will come forward and we hear this, it, it would definitely spark something in these women, especially anybody who has, you know, been in a situation like this and will, you know, have them not listen to him or not support him and actually move forward with, you know, what, what kind of justice can these other women get and how can we put this man behind bars? I agree. I agree. Did you, I'm sorry. Did you want to continue or are you good to go? Oh, we can go ahead and continue. I know we like rushing through the show. Um, I, I am going to watch the show um, when it comes out. Yes, um, I am too. Definitely. Like I said, I hope that this is, you know, the catalyst and that brings him to justice and something is done and he does continue to. Because they're saying that he's still living with women now, you know, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, something has to be done. But that's it. Okay, guys, so I'm not sure if you've heard, but according to TMZ, um, I'm not sure if you guys know who 2 Millie is, but he, I'm Millie Rock on any block. I know y'all want to do the dance as I'm talking. Hey, okay. Anyways, 2 Millie tells TMZ that he didn't know what Fortnite was until people started contacting him over social media telling him that the game was still in his dance. The rapper says even his daughter noticed the similarities to his mood. Two Millie says the dance started showing up in season five of Fortnite, and he wasn't alerted until a few months ago after the release. He says Epic um, took his craft and sold it as their own, and he wants fair compensation. Two Millie says that he's not trying to ruin the game for anyone, but he's calling out Epic for unethical business practices, and he wants the swipe it dance removed entirely. The rapper filed legal documents that that week, Epic Games, um, against Epic Games, the company to make Fortnite Battle Royal, 
um, for allegedly using his popular Millie Rock moves in the game without his permission to capitalize on the popular dance craze and make a ton of cash. According to the docs, Fortnite players can purchase the dance, which is called Swipe It in the game, for for their characters. The problem is, too, Millie claims Swipe It is an exact replica of the Millie Rock, but but they never asked him to use it or offer him any kind of compensation for it. Tumili also alleges the dance um, that Fortnite has commonly, um, you know, stole many people's dance moves, and TMZ reached out to Fortnite makers, but they have not had any word back so far. So, Jean, is Tumili being petty, or should he go and get his coins? I think that he should get his coins. Like, clearly, like, you're biting the culture. Like, I'm sure that they are making billions of dollars from, you know, this video game. Um, give this man some some sort of support. You know, he did. You know, start a whole movement, and I'm sure like he, his life mm-hmm. is not reflected upon that. I'm, I'm sure he he hasn't acquired any wealth because of that. But there are millions of people that still Millie Rock. You know, and if you are, I can understand if you were just doing the dance. You know what I'm saying? But if it's like if you are clearly profiting from that, like if that's like a skin, I don't, I don't know like the new fans, but if, if the characters in the video game are, are doing this dance. It's like just give the man something. Throw him like two fifty. You know what I'm saying? Just just something. Like yeah. it, it's nothing, y'all. You know, just to embrace but the fact that they came dance moves and I heard all they did was just change the name of the dance to like mm-hmm. some Fortnite rock or Fortnite or you know, whatever. Um, it's just, it's clearly biting, you know, and it's just more of the mainstream being culture vultures and you know, wanting to take from, you know, hip-hop but don't want to contribute any sort of, like, monetary gain to help them grow. Right. Um, so I feel like he should, he deserves something from that. You know, I, I don't I don't know how far that is, is going to go to say if someone is doing a dance move in, you know, in whatever, does that mean that you have to start suing people now left and right? I don't know. But I feel as far as in this case, you have a whole, you know, video game character doing the dance moves and everything else. He should get some sort of compensation. This is, I'm sure this game, I, I've heard of Fortnite, I've never played it, but it's a popular game. I'm sure they're making billions of dollars. Like, this is not going to kill them to license a dance move, you know? But that's, that's it. What do you think? Absolutely. I feel like they're out of order. Um, if they have been, you know, filling dance moves or whatever like that, then that's ridiculous when all you have to do is reach out to somebody, you know, and be like, hey, we're, you know, this is a pop and dance. Let us pay you, you know, a certain amount, you know, to have this in our game. You know, not only would that, would that you know, keep the, keep the game or Fortnite or whoever good to go, but it's also, you know, um, whoever the artist is, they're gaining revenue. And, you know, nobody's getting sued. Now we have to go through this whole lawsuit because you guys want to sit up there and be stupid and try and do a whole dance move, you know, on the game and change your name. You know, that's that's crazy to me. I don't think he's been petty. I definitely feel like he should get his uh, his money for it. And, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much how I feel. 
there's no reason why they shouldn't have reached out to him. And to, for me, I, I've listened to what he said. It's about the principal. I feel like had they came with him first and they reached him and they was just like, hey, you know, this and that, that and the other, he would have been like, oh, that's cool. I got some money, you know, out this deal. But the fact that this has been going on for months, people reach out to him, and this is how he found out. Nobody likes to be told something, you know, from somebody else without finding out from themselves. You know, so I feel like that he was just like probably in awe and like, are you serious right now? And and so like ultimately I want the whole entire dance move immediately versus, you know, just pay me the compensation. And I hope he gets paid for it because that's reckless. Um, yeah, so you guys you can't really rock one any box without paying for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's all that's what I get from it. But uh other than that, that's all the that's all a motherfucker like me got us right. All right, you guys. So we're gonna go ahead and move on to our final topic of the evening. All right, y'all, final topic. And this is according to U.S. Weekly. Uh, not holding back off that Bruntley shared his feelings about his estranged wife, Cardi B, less than one week after she announced their split. Fuck y'all, I miss Cardi, the Migos rapper um, tweeted today. Uh, meanwhile, the Bodoc Yellow Sunctress is handling things in a different way. Two nights prior to her former bones, Proclamation, Cardi gave her first post-split performance at Jingle Ball in New York City on Friday, December 7th, and switched up the lyrics to her hit song, Motorsports, to reflect the breakup. Cardi tweaked a line in the tune that originally read, I get up, I get upset off. I turn offset on. I told him the other day, man, we should sell that porn to, I get upset off. I turn offset on. I told him the other day, yeah, we're going to get a divorce. The Bronx born artist announced a couple split after a year of marriage in an Instagram <laughs> video this past Tuesday. So everybody been bugging me and everything, and you know I've been trying to work things out with my baby father for a hot minute now. Cardi said in the clip, and we are really good friends, and we are really good business partners. You know he's always somebody that I'm running to, to talk to, and we got a lot of love for each other. But things just haven't been working out between us for a long time. She added, and it's nobody's fault. I guess we grew out of love, but we are not together anymore. I don't know. It might take time to get a divorce, and I'm going to always have a lot of love for him because he is my, my daughter's father. Offset, who shares four-month-old daughter culture, with the Grammy nominee, responded in the comment section writing, y'all won. Hours later, Offset's alleged mistress, Summer Bunny, spoke out regarding the situation. I have not met with Offset since he had his baby. I didn't know how serious his marriage was. You know, I feel ashamed, Bunny claimed to TMZ. To Cardi B and to her fans and to her family and to her situation, these were never my intentions, and I never wanted to break up a happy home or be a cause of someone just saying, like, fuck it to get a divorce or anything like that. Cardi, who secretly wed Offset in September 2017, attended 1111's um, opening party for Art Basel 2018 in Miami the day after announcing her separation. Cardi was having an amazing time and almost had told us weekly, she was smiling, laughing, and dancing like she didn't have a care in the world. Cardi was partying and making it rain, got with bills on girls there. What do you think? Okay, Ms. I have a few comments. Yes. Number one, the bitch who's like, oh, I haven't messed with him since he had his baby. Bitch, fuck you. Because once Cardi G said that they're married, you shouldn't have been trying to fuck around with a married man in the first place. Once they were in a relationship, you should have put that to the side. That's my comment number one. Hoes always do this. Comment number two. 
Offset is bitch made. Offset, offset, whatever. He's bitch made because it's like, don't try and miss her now that she gone, that she living her best life. Don't try and put her back into a space where she can't, she can't even trust you now because she's been sitting up there. She wasn't even trying to fuck around with nobody because, you know, because she was so loyal to the dude that she was fucking around with in jail. She messed around with you, you know what I'm saying? You beat her brains up and then you cheat on her. Like, that's whack as fuck. Like, she did all of this was that perfect person. She crazy, but she was that perfect woman for you. And and now you want to sit up there, oh, I miss her. Like, no, bitch. Miss her miss her away. Miss let her do her thing right now. You know what I'm saying? Now they need to do their old separation thing because you can't no, you can't be up there sleeping around and fucking around with a whole bunch of people when you're married. You know what I'm saying? Um but if Cardi B she's made up her mind, she's over this shit, then he just needs to let her go. I mean, obviously he needs to try and win her back. But, you know, it's probably going to take some time for her to trust him again. And the third thing that I have to say about this is they are both so young. They don't, they're not even 25. You know, they don't know no, what no, that's, a that's real relationship could. Oh, they are? Yeah. Nigga, they still young. Okay, they still young. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't try and check me and correct me. No. But um, they are still really young. Um, you know, I don't really know if, you know, they haven't been in a relationship for a very long time. You know, Cardi, oh, we've been in a relationship, like, you know, two years, that's two, two, three years. It's really not a very long time to have been in a relationship because at, this is like the state, the point, the state of time where there are, where their arguments are still going to come or the real big arguments come about, but the arguments shouldn't be about, you know, other women. It should be talking about finances and stuff like that, not why are you sitting over there while I'm out of town or why I just had this baby and you fucking somebody else? Because I feel like marriages, many marriages, they, they split based off of infidelity and money issues. They don't have money issues, so what else is there? You know what I'm saying? And no other, and like I said, no other person want to hear from somebody else that something is going on. Cardi, she shouldn't have to hear from somebody, some other woman that this woman has been sleeping around with her man. Like, I'm sure that devastated her. You know, I, I I ruined my body. I had your baby. I ruined my coochie. You know what I'm saying? I got my surgery. I think that's why her surgery probably was for, too, to get that tightening back together. But whatever the case is, because her body was already fire. Um, I, I just want her to live her best life and do what she do. And Offset just needs to, you know, try and win her back. But, you know, with you up there fucking around with somebody else, even after your marriage, because that's what it seems like, if old girl's like, I didn't take your marriage seriously, a woman not taking your marriage seriously is because she's still fucking around with your man. You know what I'm saying? So that is just disgusting to me as a married woman. I don't like hearing shit like that. And if she has to do what she do and leave him be, girl, do you. And be a thought, thought, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to do you, make sure you use condoms, you know what I'm saying, and get plan B. That's all I have to say, just in case. You know, I'm sure <laughs> niggas want to have – niggas want Cardi B to have a baby – you know, cause she's fine as hell yeah. and she's rich, but um, but I, 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 that's, I, it was so funny cause I was talking to my husband about something the other day, and I was like, men can really mess around with a woman and, and put her in a space that she don't want to be at, but once she's in that space, ain't no change her, ain't no she's gonna do what she do for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't sit up there and cheat on somebody and think that it's going to be okay and then want to and, and then want fix the relationship when you see her looking good and living her best life. 
Like, you can't sit around and be like, oh, okay, I want her back. I, I want her to drop every fucking thing that she's doing, and I want her to be back in my life and, and stop all of that shit. When you just got done sex with a whole nother bitch, you have new baby allegations, all of this stuff, but you want me to stop after I've been faithful for you all, to you all this time. No, bitch, it don't work that yeah. way. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm mad now. I'm yeah. mad for her. All right. Yeah. <laughs> what so did you couple, think about this, Jay? A couple things I just want to say really quick. Um, so Summer Bunny, I used to follow on Instagram before I got off, and I've been following her for years. Like I don't know how enough. No, mm-hmm. what happened was she commented on, and this was, wasn't even like this was before you know popular people had comments, but um, mm-hmm. she commented on like one of the shade room posts, and it was like hilarious. I went to her profile picture. I was like, oh my god, she's really pretty. Like she wasn't even like. You know, this Instagram model or anything, she was just like a pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm following her. And um, I guess she like blew up over time. And I, I remember recently seeing her in the PT music video. Um, but I was just like, that's really random when I found out that that's who he was having an affair with. I was like, oh my gosh, like, that girl's like the girl that I used to think was like really pretty on Instagram years ago. Like, I didn't realize she was like popular like that. I mean, even though that's not. Mm-hmm. Afraid of. I, but I didn't realize that she was like. That's not a way to pop off, but I didn't realize that she was involved in entertainment at all. I just remember, like, she had, like, this pink bands, and I was just like, oh, she got some coin. I wonder what she's doing. Obviously, now, it's kind of confirmed she's a prostitute. Because they said, they said like, that, um, you know, like, through text messages that were leaked, um, that it sounded like, Forrest Rock was saying it sounded like a business transaction. Like, she was saying, like, you gonna fly me out? You gonna you gonna fly my friend out? Like you know, what I'm saying like it wasn't like you no know, romance. It was kind of like a you know matter of fact. Um, so to me, that kind of leads mm-hmm. like she was professional in what she was doing. A gorgeous girl. So I mean, um, but she yeah. was confessional, professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what I will say um, with that too is that. They also, and this is according to Daytime Tea Talk, that Cardi B knew for months that, you know, she was she was cheating and that she was figuring it out. Like, of him messing with the rapper, he's messing with the rapper who exposed this girl, and then she exposed, what is the rapper's name? Cuban Down, or Cuban Savage. She exposed um, Summer Bunny saying that she was sleeping with him, but really it was like they were planning to have a threesome or something, or... She had one point mm. messing with Offset too, and some of Bunny like exposed her on that. And um, she's supposed to be on the original lineup of rappers that, because Cardi B wanted like a bunch of, you know, um, black girls like female rappers to, you know, support her doing the, um, doing the, the, the show that she recently did and the uh, the Fashion Nova Cardi line launch party. She wanted like a bunch of black female rappers to like support her. And she had Cuba Savage mm-hmm. on there too, but she ended up dropping it. And they didn't really explain why, but now it makes sense. And then also, she bought a house for her mother, but she had just bought her mother a house a yeah. year prior. But she was like, she bought her mother a bigger house. And like now they're saying that it, she knew that she was planning to break up with. Offset, so she made it look like it was her mm-hmm. mom's house, but really it was like her house. So I was like, "Wow, that's crazy!" 
And I just tell that to say, like, women plan that shit. So she realized probably he is open yes. to relationships. Yep. She probably don't want nothing to do with him. Yep. And she was just giving herself time to get through the heartbreak. And now she, and they said, like, she was in uh, at Art Basel just having the best time of her life. You know what I'm saying? Like, she realized probably was over it. You know what I'm saying? So Yes, 100%. Just like, I'm going to tell you something. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, that's one thing that I personally know with women. We don't expose some real true shit until it's OV, okay, or unless we think it's over. Now, don't get me wrong. Six months from now, they may be the happiest couple in the world. They may be posting shit together, trying to make their family work. But right now, she is over. She's not going to sit up here and tell, you know, 7 million of her followers or whoever, you know, that her and her, her husband million. are no longer together. Huh? She has 36 million followers. She's not going to sit up there and tell 36 million people that, you know what I'm saying, her and her husband are are no longer together. That's huge. That's a a massive platform. And for you to expose that, knowing that all of these people, every last single one of them, are going to see that, you know what I'm saying, this is to let you know that this shit is real. You know, and I do feel bad for for her situation because, you know, this is what's going on. But like you said, women, we do plan. You know, we know that something is itchy, if something's not right, something don't feel right. We're going to first try and talk it out. We're going to try and rectify the situation. If we can't rectify this marriage, then I'm going to do me. I'm going to, and she probably already got a thing or two, you know, that she's looking out for, that she's looking at a nigga or two to make her feel good, you know what I'm saying, is hitting her up. And so this, and, and, and after all it is, and this is it's so fucked up because this is what it takes. After all it is, her purchasing the house, her her, you know, trying to fix herself, trying to fix her marriage. Now after all it is, have her kid. Now he's like, man, I now see what what she's been doing, and I want to get back with her. Like, nigga, she don't even need you. Like, she actually on a low made him. So that's fucked up. Like, why would you do somebody like that who actually really loves you, you know, who loves you or whatever the case is? But it, it is what it is, and a lot of niggas, they don't see that. But, you know, oh, well, shit, see it when she's gone, nigga. That's pretty much it. All right, Jen, are you done? Or All right, that's it, y'all. We're going to go ahead and go into our confession question of the day. Okay, guys, so confession question of the day. Before, oh, can you be too busy to reach out to friends and family on a consistent basis? Now, I'm going to ask Jen this question first, and then I'll give you guys a small story. So, Jen, while you're breathing heavily on the phone, can you explain to the people, can you be too busy to reach out to friends and, <laughs> friends and family on a consistent basis? I mean, I, I, could, I should say no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I am one of those people to where, it's not like I don't think you should be too busy for family, but a lot of times I feel like, like with me personally, I know that I can reach out to my family and my close friends a lot more than I do, but I just be tired. I just want to chill, you know what I'm saying? Like I know if we mm-hmm. all live, because I don't live in the same city, then it's kind of like, you know, hard for them to see, and they may think I'm just ignoring them, but I'm sure if we all live in the same city, I would just be at one of their house, like taking a nap or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? So they would see, like, okay, yeah, this nigga's busy. Like, he's just tired. He just wants to sleep. Like, you know, I don't be wanting to sit on the phone for hours. You don't want to sleep. You know, all the time. It's just something that you kind of have to just 
plan for like me if I'm off, you know what I'm saying? I know I slept the night a lot the night before. Then get off on the phone for like an hour or two with you. But it's like you excuse me, I got the burp today, child. But usually that is not what <laughs> typically happens with me. Um I've been burping like the Lord, I'm like, God, like what the hell? But um That's that beer. But yeah, typically that's that's not what happens. I'm actually drinking vodka, okay, because I'm glad to see. So, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, me too, me too, bitch. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's <laughs> but ultimately like that. I feel like that's what it is. Like with me, like I know I should be better about it. Um, I don't think that you should ever be too busy for people that you love because you know I'm not. Like once in a while, I do try to reach out to people and sit and talk to them. Like with like with you, Angel, my sister. Like I look at us doing this show is our right, quality spending time together, you know. And I know sometimes yeah. you feel like we should talk outside of the show, and we try to. But I'm just like, as long as I talk to yeah. you on the show, like, this week, then I'm just like, okay, well, this is where we, you know, converse and we talk a little bit after the show, sometimes before. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I could do better. But what do you think? Mm-hmm. Y'all, I agree 100% with Jen. And not only that, but I also feel like it depends on what type of responsibilities that you have. Like, Jen doesn't have children. He has Pablo, you know, his, his pup, but he don't, also don't have kids. Now, the reason why I, I wanted to ask this question is because a friend, I, you know, I try and do Bible study um, once every few weeks with my girl. Well, I have two close girlfriends, and I try and do Bible study with them, you know, uh, you know, maybe once a month or twice a month or something like that. And I've been a little bit better with it lately, but you guys know I also have three kids and two of them are only four months old so um my girlfriend she as we're doing bible study she was just like you know it, it you know I reach out well when you talk when you text us you know I text you back right away but when I text you you don't text me back right away you may wait a day or two and I was just like I'm busy like I said you bitches need to have more babies because if you did you would have time you, you, I mean, you'll understand, like, I am busy. Like, first of all, I just started this new job. I've been planning on getting a new job. i got babies. I've been pregnant. I had, And I can come up with all the excuses in the world, but honestly, to them, it means nothing because I, apparently I'm being a bad friend. And I was just like, you know, I, I apologize. I was like, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean to be that individual. But, like, seriously, I don't, my biological sister, I don't even talk to her fucking sometimes for a week at a time because, She's busy, and she don't even have fucking kids, okay? I will call her, and she won't even answer her phone. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, and my mentor, oh, my God, I can't even tell you the last time I talked to my mentor, the person who helped me get through the toughest times in my life, things with my mom, things with my husband, you know, things with my, my family, my grown family, even my friends. I only to talk, I can't even tell you the last time I talked to her, but I text her here and there, you know what I'm saying? And so, and like Jen, Jen is my brother. We literally maybe talk, we talk once a week on the show now, and then, like Jen said, we may talk after the show or maybe sometimes before the show, and sometimes maybe, you know, once every six months, you know, throughout the week, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We may call each other and be like, what up, bitch? I got a problem. What up? Let me talk to you about this shit real quick. Give me your opinion. I need a man's opinion. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, like, you know, I feel like you can be too busy. 
You know, I'm sitting there, I got a six-year-old and two four-month-old kids, and I'm not, I don't have time to sit, and I'm, I'm literally trying to better my life, myself, my family. You know, if I get home at 5, 30, 6 o'clock at night, you know, you text me at 3 o'clock on, uh, a day during a work week, you know, girl, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to be like, okay, boss, boss, you hold on. My girlfriend just texted me. Let me ask, like, no, bitch, I'm going to lose my job and everything else. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't do that. So <laughs> that's what I was trying to explain, and it just kind of came off, I feel like, as a negative thing. And, like, even to the point where, like, I canceled, like, our girls' night yesterday because we had to take photos and stuff like that and, I mean, family pictures and um, put up the Christmas tree and all of that stuff. And, like, honestly, like, you know, it came across, like, you can't just be sitting up there getting drunk every other weekend with your girlfriends when you have three kids at the house. And I felt that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like it sucks, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, I'm unable to reach out like that. But, you know, I also feel like people should be more understanding. My friends, you know what I'm saying? I obviously talk to my mom every day because she watches my kids except the weekend, unless she has my kids on the weekend. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like, you know, how can we get people to understand what our situation is more when they when they're not in that same situation? Like my girlfriends, they both have kids. One has one, one has two. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, you don't have three. You know, you're single. You know, you can go and come as you please. You get off work early as fuck, almost an hour and a half before I get off work. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like I feel bad, but like, should I feel bad, Jim? No, I mean like. At the same time, I think that you should, like, understand, you know, but it's just like that. Or at least try to understand, you know, and, you know, yeah. and just try to get, like, you got to try to get in the mind frames of, like, my friend, or my friends, my family members, like, why do they feel this way? But at the end of the day, if you know you're not wrong, and in my opinion, I don't feel like you're wrong. Like you said, like, you have three children, two of whom are brand-new twins. You have a husband, so like you said, like he's not going to be ready for you to go out all the time when he wants to spend time with you, and y'all barely spend time together because y'all both are busy in your own personal lives, you know. So they just have to understand that. And when you do try to reach out to them, you know, hopefully they're available, or you all just have scheduled, you know, maybe once a month, you know, where y'all all can come together and do something. But, you know. And that's even difficult. Like once a month, like. And I'm not even trying to be funny, but once a month, like, seriously, on Saturday, let me tell y'all real quick before we get off the show. Saturdays, we go grocery shopping with the kids, and I clean up the house. Sundays, I literally maybe spend about three to, maybe about three hours prepping meals for, for three days. That's it. Three days prepping meals. And then I try and prep dinners. Uh, so breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the work week for three days, and then after that, then it's like, okay, a nigga's exhausted. Now the babies are crying, and I don't want to just be like, all right, husband, you handle the babies after I've been busy cooking all day. Let me go out and go get drunk with my girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like maybe once every few months, you know, it'd be cool, especially in the wintertime. Like, girl, what is there for us to do? And then, like, the things that, right. you know, oh. that, that wants to be done. Like, I don't want to go to no club. I'm not trying to shake my ass. I don't want to go dance. I don't Like, you know what I'm saying? Just different things like that. You know, and I just feel like a bad person because I'm not into those type of things, but I feel like, like, I, maybe, like, I'm supposed to be, you know what I'm saying? But, like, no, once I don't again, I'm, I'm not. Right? And I feel I'm like not. people have to realize, like, the dynamics change with, with, like, your situation. Like, you literally have a whole family. Like, you have a spouse, 
you have three children. So it's just like your view, your viewpoint is different. Like you're just getting into your career. Like your mindset is different than like a lot of people. And people and like your friends just have to respect that ultimately. You know, all I can say is maybe like y'all should plan to like do stuff that you want to do. Like if, if they know that you're not trying to go to a club or if you're yeah. not. Because, I mean, I know that about you. Maybe y'all should, you know, like have dinner, you know, plan like, you know, personal <laughs> things for y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said what? I mean, you know me so said, well. Yes, let's go get some food. Let's go to the movies. Yeah. Let's go, you know, play, play. Let's go bowling. You know, so let's do an escape room. Let's do something that doesn't this involves us three. You guys want to hang out? Let's do something with us girls. Let's not do something that's out and about at a bar or trying to get attention from random niggas that I don't need attention from. I'm not trying to deal with right. that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really rude, so I would curve a motherfucker, and that's why I'm ruining everybody's night. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't have time. <laughs> How do I have time right. for this shit? So, you gave me a lot to think about, to think about, though, and I appreciate that. You always do that for me. Um, but, yeah, right. that, that, that you guys let us know what your opinion is. Can you be too busy in junk situations or mine, Angel Vondrina, to reach out to friends or family. Obviously, and honestly, guys, too, um, as far as family goes, I have a cousin and my mom, she raised from, I don't know, two years old up until she was 18. She moved out, graduated from high school. And, like, I can't tell you the last time I've talked to her. I probably haven't talked to my cousin. Like, literally, we were raised in the same house. She's older than me. And I have not talked to my cousin in probably almost a year. I mean, I see her on Facebook here and there. I like her happy birthday status or whatever like that, but I have not talked to her. And we were raised in the same house for 16 years. And I cannot tell you the last time I spoke to her. And that's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? We were close. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they, they should just let you all know. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, that's all I have to say about that. Jen, is there anything you confess your love for this evening? Or are we going to go ahead and schnick, schnick, lead episode for the evening? Yeah, we can go ahead and wrap it up. I don't have anything. I need to get better about, like, you know, thinking about what do I, what have I really enjoyed throughout the week. I'm going to start posting notes or making, like, mental notes for myself because now I'll just be, like, the show. What am I supposed to Don't make mental notes. Out? Don't make mental notes. <laughs> Write the notes down because a mental note you're going to forget, okay? It's like, oh, what the fuck would I want to say y'all? I don't know. Anyways, I love y'all, my audience. Um, Thank y'all so much for tuning in. <laughs> that's how Jen is. That's Jen. Um, but all right, so you guys, what? we're gonna go ahead and end the show. I said that's that's pretty much it, and we're gonna go ahead and end the show for the evening. Thank you all so much for tuning in this evening. You all can expect to hear from us next Sunday, December sixteenth. I hope you got your Christmas shopping getting ready or in the process or almost done. But you can hear from us at the yeah, same time, six thirty Central, seven thirty Eastern. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> we want to hear from you, so don't forget to like, comment, rate, and subscribe. Tag us in the drama. And send those emails to confession the number two us at gmail.com. This is your host, Angel Vandrino. And I'm your host, John Othello. You are listening to the one and the only Confession. What? Good night, mate. Good night, mate. <laughs>